let's get this started. Uh, first off, my name is Evan. I'm going to be hosting this webinar series for the love of running uh, from Stride over the next couple of weeks. Um, we are so honored and so glad to have Steve Palladino join us for this very first one. Steve, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, give a little bit of background before we get started on our first topic for this webinar series? Well, I'm, I'm a coach. I coach exclusively with uh, power and you know, pretty much well, you know, all of my athletes are stride users um, and I've been doing that since uh, stride came out with the chest strap mm -hmm. um, and before that uh, I was working in the, the health uh, healthcare industry as a uh, as a foot and ankle surgeon uh, for about 30 years with a little coaching on the side now it's 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 all uh, coaching and uh, not so much the medicine stuff, other than helping my athletes out. So it's uh, it's pretty safe to say you're you're an expert when it comes to uh, just dealing with running from yeah the the foot side with your past expertise. But now as you've adopted power and you've adopted uh, coaching other people, you're uh, definitely one of the experts that we refer to in the field. So um, it is very much appreciated for you to come on and kind of share your knowledge. The first um, subject for this webinar, uh, we wanted to put things together pretty quickly, uh, but you wrote a great kind of summary article uh, with recent events going on with uh, a lot of races being canceled. Can you, um, I'm going to just turn turn the stage over to you uh, just to talk through your thoughts and stuff on uh, adjusting your racing and running when it comes to having a canceled race and dealing with um, kind of the current situations that people are going through. Um, but can you just kind of give your thoughts all, uh, maybe interject with a question or clarification um, every so often, but the floor is uh, totally yours. Uh, first, uh, a, a brief disclaimer in that uh, I'm not a epidemiologist, I'm not an infectious disease specialist, nor was I back in my former career, um, and I'm not a public policy maker. So um, you have to sort of take this uh, with the perspective that this is a, uh, a coach that, that uh, is uh, well-read and uh, even back in, when I was practicing, uh, I, I was well-read in pretty much all aspects of medicine outside of foot and ankle because uh, the foot and ankle is part of the whole body. So you, you really have to know the whole, uh, the whole science and keep mm -hmm. up with the literature. So um, that little disclaimer aside, um, we're, we're faced with this pandemic and uh, in some parts of the world it's it's at tragic levels in other parts of the world it's it's a little less but still um you know people hunkering down and waiting to see what's going to happen in terms of uh, uh prevalence growth of the prevalence of the virus um so there's as we talk realize that there's there's some statements that apply in some parts of the world that don't apply in other parts of the world where you know uh, like Italy or Spain where, where uh, there's mandatory uh, uh, quarantine to home mm -hmm. so um, some of my statements don't apply in one case and, and will apply in other cases um, the other thing to realize is that things are they change rapidly even if you're in an area that it, that's relatively low prevalence uh, that doesn't mean it's going to be that way a week from now. Uh, so it, it, you have to uh, take all of these things 
in the, those contexts. We have um, all these race cancellations, which, which is entirely appropriate. It's the right thing to do. Um, but we have uh, a lot of very fit athletes that were on the verge of, of doing their A races. And the question is what to do now um, with, without any races, but also considering that um, there is a virus. So basically, um, first, we'll, I think we'll cover first, Evan, what to do now with your running. And, and I wrote an article that I, that's been posted on my Facebook uh, group page and, and the Stride Facebook group page um, that is called Adjusting Your uh, Racing and Running um, in this uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic. And in the article, I listed basically four options to take at this point in time. Um, and those options were to continue to train on your current training plan until roughly the date of your race. In other words, you're going to follow your regular training plan, then your taper, and then on the date that you, your former race uh, was on, you run a time trial. Uh, so that's one option. Uh, then the other option is to start a taper right now. You're plenty fit, so start a taper in about ramp and just touches a little bit of, of, of maximal power, a little bit of, of VO2 max, 5, 5K, a little bit of half marathon power, um, and, um, and some FTP maintenance work. I, I wrote these plans. Uh, I would would have loved to make them all free, but Final Surge does not allow you to put zero as the, the price and the lowest is $9.95 US. So there that is. Um, and I'm, I'm not, believe me, I'm not trying to make a dollar off of this thing. And I'm actually considering if I can find a reputable uh, uh, place to donate those proceeds, I'll, I'll just donate those. Um, but there are those. But along that line, if you're going to do it on your own, you're going to, what I'd recommend is you're going to cut volume and you just do a little bit of FTP work. In my plans, it's just one minute fartlets, which is really not enough to grow your FTP. It's just to maintain it. And a little bit of, of, of short sprint work. Or uh, so. Um, a reduced volume and then again it's in a uh, uh, in most training you're not you're somewhere around 90 percent aerobic and 10 percent higher intensity work uh, sometimes that can drift to 85 15. Um, the 80 20 thing is 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 a uh, 80 20 is sort of a misunderstood concept that it comes from Seiler's original work where 80, it was 80% of the sessions and 20% of the sessions at high intensity, not duration. So I'm talking duration. And if you look at it from the standpoint of duration, the volume as, as time or, or even miles, um, it, it works out to about 90, 10 or 85, 15, or, or even 95, five. 
So you're going to just uh, emphasize uh, your aerobic side and, and then just a little bit of touches of, of uh, maintenance work along your, your power duration curve. Um, so that applies to people that can actually run outside. If you can't run outside um, or can do it very sparingly, you get what you can, but you're going to supplement it with indoor training, your stuff that you can do indoors. And I don't mean going to a gym. I'm, in most places, um, that is just not advisable at this point in time, going to a, a, a shared gym. Um, if you do, be, be very, very careful. Um, so the, uh, what can you do at home? If you've got uh, weight equipment, you can do your uh, strength program that you may be already doing. But there's things you can do without any weights. You can do walking lunges. Um, if you have a jump rope, you can jump rope. You can do burpees. Thank you, Marcella, for that, that recommendation. You can do burpees, um, jump rope, uh, walking lunges. Uh, you can even do plyometrics. If you have a, a bench or a stair or a, a, a platform that you could do a box jump onto, um, you can do those sort of things at home. And then you could supplement, if, even if you had no weight equipment, you could do uh, body weight, weight uh, work like uh, push-ups and, and uh, core work, uh, planks. Um, another thing that comes to mind is uh, you can YouTube uh, donkey kicks is a pretty good. You can work on your mobility. There's various mobility exercises. So there's things that you can do to maintain a degree of fitness level, even if you can't do this, this uh, scaled back uh, modest ramp outdoor training program. Um, so keep that in mind. There's, there's, there are things that you can do and create your program at home to keep you fit. Um, and uh, along that line, I'm just going to throw in this little uh, message because a lot of people, once, once they're take their, their uh, well, I'm going to say a lot of runners because I understand this and I've been through this before. Once your running is taken away from you, you sometimes become not a very uh, nice person. Uh, so it's it's nice to have something to, to focus your your uh, your exercise your exercise elements on, um, but realize there is a a thing that I call the shampoo effect. Um, if you've ever you know sh you shampoo your hair, you have to use a certain amount of shampoo, and your hair lathers up, um, and then um, if you were to rinse. And then put uh, a, a little bit, a, just a little bit more shampoo back in and lather it back up. It lathers right back up to a big lather. Um, and that's, that's sort of uh, uh, the concept of once you're really fit and it, if you draw it back down and maintain a small level of fitness, when you finally get around to where it's okay to start a more uh, significant outdoor ramp, it's going to come back quicker if you maintain as opposed to go, going to a sedentary or absent 
um, uh, level of activity. So, um, yes, um, shampoo effect, um, in maybe a couple of months, um, you will uh, have the shampoo effect and be able to, uh, to lather right back up, so to speak. So, uh, Evan, I don't know if you're still there. Um, if, if you're not, I'm going to touch on a couple more uh, uh, elements. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to switch back to screen share. And I'm just going to review just a few uh, elements of the article. And um, I think I'll start here. Um, one thing to realize is that you, being a fit athlete, um, you have a little, uh, a little more superior um, uh, immune status, a little bit better resistance to viral illness than a sedentary person. And this is just a, a, uh, a conceptual chart that was just looking at upper respiratory tract infections uh, the risk, and if we if we set sedentary as normal, we can see that there's a, a, a significant reduction in risk um, for a a person who has moderate uh, fitness level and is doing a moderate exercise load. Um, but if you get into heavy exertion, and um, that could be um, a couple of different things, which I'm going to go to in a minute. But if you get into this heavy more severe um, exertion level, then you become further at risk. So uh, realize that, that if you scale back your, your running to a, a, a modest scaled back program with a very modest ramp, you probably have some resistance. However, does that mean you cannot get the virus? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You are still at risk, and um, you still need to practice the the, the various protocols, the various uh, recommendations that will um, hopefully keep you healthy. Um, besides uh, being having this moderate exercise, you want to not have this false sense of security. You want to apply your precautions. So let me scroll back up, and we're just going to go through some of the bullet points here. Um, they're, they're all in the article, but I'm going to go over them here in the, 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 uh, the broadcast. These the, the first set are just standard universal precautions that, that have been recommended in this pandemic. And you're by now, I'm sure, quite aware of them. You're going to avoid crowds. You're going to avoid close contact. Um, social distancing is the, is the, the phrase being bandied about um, it, with perhaps a, a, you know, a, a six foot or three meter um, separation between individuals in, in, uh, in public spaces. Um, so you're going to stay at home as much as possible. Avoid mass public tra travel if possible. I just picked up a typo here. I'll fix that later. Um, uh, unnecessary hand contact, you know, the, the elbow bump and things like that are, are, are uh, now recommended. 
Um, clean your hands properly. I put a video, a link to a video that is actually really good. Um, you know, for for 30 years, I was, uh, you know, surgically scrubbing myself and my hands and arms um, uh, on a regular basis. So, so I picked up a lot of good habits. Um, the, the public needs to adopt some of these habits. And one, you know, watch this video, but one of the things that, that's commonly forgotten, you, yes, I'm washing the hands. So you go in, you turn the knobs on to, to turn on the water. And so you're touching the knobs with dirty hands. And so, but has there anybody else that's used that? Buy them and then get a, a paper towel or something to turn the faucets off. The video goes over it, but uh, make sure you're, you're following that uh, precaution. Uh, avoid mouth and face contact as much as possible. Um, clean and disinfect the frequently touched surfaces, doorknobs and keyboards and sink handles and, and phones, etc. cetera. Um, cover your coughs and sneezes. Um, preferably sneeze into your elbow or cough into your elbow and then wash afterwards. Um, but then beyond those that, that are universal precautions in this time, there's others that I, I written for, for runners and um, um, avoid group runs. Um, run solo if it's safe for you to do so. Try to run solo. If you have a partner. Um, stick with that partner. In other words, don't mix partners. It's almost like a sexually transmitted disease. Um, it's, stick with one partner if you run with a partner and that partner is a reliable uh, person uh, health-wise to run with. So that's a consideration. Um, you don't want to be jumping around with different partners that have, you know, you don't know what they're doing on their own to protect their own health. Um, when you run, if you are running with a, a partner, um, practice safe spacing. Um, if you carry a hydration pack or hydration uh, bottle, don't share it and make sure you clean it. It's probably, you know, do a, you know, a very thorough cleaning. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, uh, touching your face is, is not uncommon. It's sort of a habit and it's hard to do, but so you might consider washing your hands before your run. Um, and if you use gels, make sure you clean those off and, and don't, you know, be careful uh, uh, putting them in your mouth or getting the gel into your mouth. Or, you know, my, my suggestions, don't use gels. You're not going to be doing runs that require gels in this this time. You're not going to be doing three hour runs necessarily. Um, pick running routes that are in non congested areas. Um, if you have a home treadmill, use that. Um, you can still get your your training adequate training uh, on the treadmill. Um, we talked earlier about the gym. I would suggest not going to, to a, a, a public gym or private gym where things are shared, even cleaning the surface and stuff. I would be very careful with that. Um, so uh, also, if you are in a restricted or quarantined area, there are various things that you can do. 
um, which I've already discussed. I've got to add uh, burpees and some other things in here. Um, then also keep in mind, there's the other things that keep your immune status going. A well-balanced diet, avoid uh, a negative energy um, balance. You don't want to be trying to lose weight in this time. And a negative energy balance could potentially give you a hit to your immune status. So, um, yes, try to uh, maintain a good, well-balanced diet. Stay hydrated. Avoid excess alcohols. That also can give you immune status hit. And maintain healthy sleep habits and, and healthy, healthy sleep volume. Um, all right. So... Uh, assuming that I still have everybody, I want to go into one more thing. Element is avoiding this part of the curve as an athlete, avoiding getting into this this uh, heavy exertion that can um, that can retard your immune status and put you at higher risk. The you can do it in two ways. The one is an acute, big, single day activity that's in excess of your chronic training load. This is something you have, you've got Power Center. You've got this great tool now to sort of monitor your your running and avoid these sort of things. So you want to try to to avoid a a RSS. Um, uh, Maybe you know, you want to try to avoid 150% to 200% of your chronic training load. That's that's getting excess. A marathon usually is is well over 200% of of most people's chronic training load um, it, for most people. And you know, running a marathon, it's been documented, it has a little bit higher post-marathon illness rate. Um, so you want to avoid a single excess bout of, of uh, training that exceeds your chronic training load, which you can track on Power Center. Um, doesn't mean you can't do intervals. In fact, there's, there's multiple articles that I've read that, that demonstrate um, high, some high intensity training or high intensity intervals um, do not impair uh, immune status. So it doesn't mean you can't do some intensity or some maintenance dose. You just want to avoid that big hit that's way in excess of what you're usually doing, aka in excess of your chronic training load. So that one aside, the other one is the, the more chronic overreaching, not even getting into non-functional overreaching. Some people call it overtraining syndrome, which is at the extreme end of non-functional um, overreaching. You, you want to avoid that. So how do you uh, avoid that? Using the metrics that you have in a power center and you may ha have uh, uh, at home. So um, one is you want to keep your RSB from going too negative for a long time. Let me, let me I, down in the appendix, I actually have that. So 
uh, power center classifies, it has the little dial, it classifies minus 10 to plus five as maintenance. That's a safe area to live in in this time. Uh, the next level to the, to the left is called productive, which is minus 10 to minus 25. That's okay to get into that a day or two um, uh, after, say, a, 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 you know, a little bit higher intensity and you, you go, say, minus, minus 12 or minus 13 or something like that. It's okay to do that for short excursions in terms of consecutive days. Um, but you don't want to live there for long, for you know, weeks on end, uh, not during this time. And when you're training, yeah, it's probably great if you're in a regular serious ramp, but not during this time. And then I would suggest uh, staying out of what Stride calls cautionary and overreaching. Absolutely stay out of those, those realms um, with your, um, your training and just watch your, your power center. Um, and, uh, if you track chronic training load ramp rate, like I do, I would say stay at three and below. Uh, that's pretty safe. You want to avoid going over three. Normally I say, don't go over seven. Um, and for some people not, don't go over five, um, in terms of, uh, TSS per day, per week, uh, ramp rate. Um, I would say in this time, stay three and below. Um, three would be the cap for most people. Um, if you use HRV, that can be a reliable uh, source for you if, if it is reliable in your, your hands. And then, uh, like I said earlier, uh, beware of single training road runs where RSS is well above 150 to 200% of CTL. If you're below 150%, that's probably an okay um, a day, a hard day. Um, if your easy days are generally going to be below 100% of CTL um, on your easy recovery days or your easy aerobic days. Uh, so um, there you have a, um, a, uh, some guidelines. I'm going to uh, switch back now to the, uh, the uh, regular source here. And uh, so now I... I I, uh, I'll just summarize and then, you know, I don't know if Evan is still around or there's some way in, uh, in a better, more resistant um, state of being than, than a sedentary person or, or an older person that's been sedentary. Uh, so that's, that's nice, um, but don't be overconfident. Practice those precautions that I went over. Um, Scale back your running to a more modest levels with just maintenance doses um, and um, use the precautions while you're running. Um, use the, the guidelines in terms of your, your power center metrics. And then um, uh, again, if you are in very good fitness and you're in an area where you can still pop out a, a time trial. Take advantage of your fitness. Um, do it. Uh, get into your two-week taper and and then do a time trial. You know, probably in the 10k range. You could even go lower. You know, if you've been training for a 10k, 
you can go out and do a 5K time trial. You've been training for a half marathon, a 10K time trial would be great. Um, even a marathon, you can do a 10K time trial. So um, get out, take advantage of the fitness if it's safe for you to do so and you're in an area that you can. Uh, for those of you who are quarantined to home, uh, believe me, we are all um, sending our, our wishes for you know, your, your health and your, the, the best possible outcome. Um, realize that, that if you are confined to home, there are things that you can do at home. Uh, whether you have weight equipment or not, there are things you can do to sort of maintain that during this period. And hopefully when we come out the other side, you, you will have the shampoo effect. Thank <laughs> you.